0: Welcome to MindSpeak. I'm your host, Holly Higgins, a hypnotherapist and holistic mental health nerd. And I'm here to help you use the power of your mind to become happier, healthier, and more of who you really are. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show! I think the last episode I aired was sometime in late March, and I have pretty much disappeared from social media ever since then, too. (laughs) So a lot has happened with me, with the world, with all sorts of things. We are in a very different place since the last episode of MindSpeak aired, and I want to spend some time catching up with you. I want to talk about some themes that have been showing up for me and might be showing up for you too, because everything that we're experiencing right now, there is a collective energy to it. I want to talk about some new directions that I'm going to be going in, both with this show and in general. And finally, I want to share some thoughts and perspective I have. If you're not feeling okay right now, with COVID, with the state of the world, with everything going on, a lot of us are feeling very much not okay for a lot of different reasons. And I want to talk about this and normalize this and let you know that you are absolutely not alone. And I want to speak to it not from a, hey, let's fix this place, but from a, hey, I'm in it with you. I get it. And let's just drop all the pretenses and get real for a minute place. I want to talk about it from that place. So more on that soon. I've got to imagine that some of you might be wondering, Holly, where have you been for the last Three plus months. What is going on? And I have to say thank you to everyone who sent me a message or an email or a little bit of virtual love while I have been on hiatus from the internet. It's not that I literally haven't logged on to the internet. I have just very much removed myself from social media and am only have only been using the internet to really like keep myself informed and work with clients and just bare bones internet time. But other than that, up until now, I've really completely removed myself from the internet. And so everybody who's checked in with me during that time, I really, really appreciate it. But here's here's what's been going on. So when COVID hit, actually, it was before COVID hit, I started feeling this a couple weeks before COVID, I started feeling a lot of unexplainable anxiety, and turbulence, I just had this Intuition that something was very, very off. And it bothered me because I couldn't explain it. And everything, at least in my life, seemed to be going so well up until that point. And then, bam, I started feeling anxiety. Stuff hit the fan, COVID hit. And when we first went into lockdown around mid to late March, I got these really strong feelings and messages that I was supposed to get offline. And I did not know what they meant at the time. They didn't make sense because when all of this happened, when it very first hit, I wanted to show up and I wanted to serve and I wanted to be a voice of comfort and strength throughout the chaos. But my inner voice, my inner compass, my intuition was very very forceful with me and it was like nope you need to get off instagram you need to stop doing your podcast and the universe is basically going to put you in a big fat timeout for a minute and if you don't listen there's going to be hell to pay and so <laughs> i was like okay um i have never had my inner voice tell me something before that I've wanted to resist so much. And I've shared this with a few people. And they've asked, you know, how do I access my intuition? How do I know what the best thing for me to do is? And I plan on doing an episode about that in the future, how to tell the difference between your intuition versus your monkey mind, how to listen to your intuition more. I will talk more about that in the future. But that was the message that I got. (laughs) Essentially, get off the whole internet. And only recently, within the last week or so, have I felt like it's time to come back. It's the right time to come back. Have I gotten guidance that it's time to be back podcasting and Instagramming and interacting? So during this time where my inner voice took me on a hiatus, I was dragged into some really deep inner work and reflection. And I needed to put on the brakes and assess where I was at and how I wanted to move forward. And I had to get really, really still and quiet to do that. I didn't put my whole life on hold. Like I was still working with clients. I was still participating in my life. I don't want you guys to have this picture of me, you know, out in the woods. (laughs) Although I was in the woods a lot. I did so much hiking and spent so much time in nature, but I still lived my life. I still worked with clients. I was still participating. I just had to get away from the completely overwhelming noise in order to listen to my own truth. Because what it felt like and I'm sure that you can relate to, li- to this if you've spent any amount of time on the internet in the last couple months, is everything felt so loud and so bright and so harsh. And I couldn't even think straight or decipher what my own opinion was. And so I just had to cut all of it out for a while. And now that I'm coming back, and I'm getting on Instagram again, I'm podcasting again, I'm going to be sharing with you guys more. I am just being super duper intentional with the kind of media that I consume, who I follow, because there is still so much noise out there right now. It feels like a tidal wave, and it will swallow you if you're not careful. If you need permission to unfollow a ton of people, mute a ton of people, delete apps from your phone, if you need to go on a media hiatus like I did do it. (laughs) If you feel that call, I cannot recommend it more. You know, there are certain things that we cannot control right now. But media consumption is something that you absolutely can control. And I highly recommend it, whatever that looks like for you. Because in these times, it is more important than ever to listen to yourself, to be discerning to be careful about what opinions you automatically absorb. I almost said observe, I'm absorb. Um, Are you running them through your filters, you know? Run things through your filters before you let them in. It is so, so important right now. So aside from tuning out the noise, which is what I've been doing a lot of the last several months, The universe also decided that it was time for me to ask myself some really serious questions like lighthearted stuff, like what's actually important to you? What do you really care about? (laughs) There's nothing like global chaos to put that into perspective for you. And this is a theme that has been showing up for me, but I think it's also a theme that maybe has been showing up for you. It's been showing up for a lot of people When an event, this, this crazy shows up, it really puts things into perspective and and it has a way of accelerating things and making us take a step back and say, oh, okay, if things are going to be like this, I need to figure out what actually matters. And that is more urgent than ever. And while I wasn't living totally out of alignment before all of this happened, you know, for many years I have been very, very intentional about my life. So I wouldn't say I was living totally out of alignment, but what COVID showed me was that there were definitely some areas of my life that I needed to reevaluate and change And one of the biggest things that has become way more important to me in all of this is the importance of community and family and in-person connection. (laughs) There is something about not being able to see people in person or even just coexist with other human bodies in a freaking coffee shop There has been something about this experience that has really illuminated for me and my husband, that we have got to be way more intentional about family and community. And, you know, when you hear this, I don't want you to hear it as like, oh, Holly's complaining because she can't go to coffee shops. You know, I think regardless of what what your opinion or what your stance is, the truth is that as human beings, our nervous systems are wired to be in tribe to be in community, even if that means, hey, you're not talking to someone or and being BFFs with them, there is something very healing about just being around lots of other human bodies. And that's funny for me to say as an introvert, because I need a lot of alone time to recharge. And technically, technically, in big quotation marks, not a lot for me has changed with this pandemic, because I still work from home, I worked from home for years before this whole thing hit. But even just not being able to go outside without thinking about it, um, you know, not being able to go exist in these public spaces in a relaxed way. You know, now when you go into a public space, it, it has this energy of fear. It has this energy of hypervigilance. It has this energy of, okay, get in, get out, do what you need to do, you know. And that, I have been grieving that. And I think a lot of people have been grieving that. And again, I think you can be sad of that regardless of what you think about all of this. And, and you have permission to mourn that regardless of what you think about all of this. Um, I've had these weird dreams of (laughs) concerts and like being in crowded gymnasiums and um, being in these large group spaces. I think just because this whole event has illuminated what the lack of that feels like. By nature, we are designed to thrive And community. And so the distancing of communities and the artificialization of communities via Zoom and social media and all of that, and don't get me wrong, I am so grateful for that. Like Zoom and social media is how I have run my business for the last, geez, I don't even know how many years now, at least five, six, seven, I, I lost track. So I don't want to sound like I'm not grateful for that, or I don't think that that matters or that helps, of course, I'm grateful for it. And it's still a huge part of my life. But the absence of in person connection, shook me in a way that I could have never seen coming. And it it really showed me that family, which is something I took for granted for a long time, and I've been through my own healing journey in relation to family. Family was something that I wanted to prioritize more. Most of us, whether it's conscious or it's subconscious, kind of rate rate the importance of different things in our life, whether that's our career, our family, our relationships, our hobbies, all of these different pieces that make up our lives, depending on our history and our context, we all have a way of ranking those in our head. And for a really long time, um, family was not at the top of my list. And uh, if you've grown up in a in a culture that says family is everything, that might feel like kind of, oh, but family is everything. But, but truthfully, for me, because of my context, for a long time, fami- family hasn't been everything. And I have prioritized my career and my my personal healing journey and and different things like that have been my priority for a long time but I can feel those priorities shifting and it's accelerated by what's going on in the world. and my husband and I we currently live in Asheville North Carolina and we moved here let's see about a year and a half ago we moved here from Michigan Uh, We moved here because we could. We both worked from home and we wanted to be in the mountains where we could hike and still be close to family. But family is about two hours away and we love it here. We love Asheville. But just with this emergence of wanting to be even closer to family and even more involved with family, we are actually moving again. (laughs) And we're moving right outside of Knoxville, Tennessee, which is where my husband's family lives. Um, You know, his parents, uh, his sister, uh, my little nephews, brother-in-law, the whole gang is out there. And we just want to be close to them and spend a lot more time with them. And so it actually was just two days ago, from when I was recording this, we had an offer accepted on this beautiful old farmhouse on about three and a half acres. And (laughs) if you followed me on social media for a while, you might remember that just a couple of years ago, I sold a really old farmhouse in Michigan. And at the time I was just done with it. And I was like, no old farmhouses ever again. And here, here we are, about to move into another old farmhouse that looks eerily similar to the one that we sold in Michigan. So we are very, very excited about that. It feels like the next step. It feels like the direction that we're supposed to move in. It feels very aligned. It feels right. And if you would have told me back in January of this year, oh, yeah, and then in the fall, you guys will be moving into Uh, an old farm property in Tennessee, (laughs) I would not have believed you because this was not on my vision board for 2020. A lot was not on my vision board for 2020, but we could not be thrilled and we're just flowing with the pace of life. And this is where life is taking us to be closer to family and also to be more self-sufficient and self-sustainable. Um, This property that we bought does have some acreage, and we are going to get back into growing a lot of our own food again. When we lived in Michigan, we had a giant garden and we raised chickens, and we're joking now that this is Michigan 2.0 because we have more to work with, and so um, if you follow along uh, here in a few months, you will be seeing me prepping gardens and us getting chickens and um, just basically turning into green acres. (laughs) So, uh, hypnotherapist and lady farmer, I think will be my new, uh, when people ask what I do (laughs) and I'm here for it. It was not the direction that I saw my life going, you know, a few months ago, but it's, it's where we've been led and we are super excited. So that has been a theme, prioritizing family recognizing the the importance of in-person connection and community. And another theme that's been emerging for me that I think has been emerging in the collective is just really, really slowing down and asking myself, what do I really want to be doing? If the world's going to end, what do you actually want to be doing? I'm not saying the world's going to end. I'm just saying like with this intense energy, that question has been top of mind. What do I really want to be doing? What do I really want my life to look like? Can I give myself permission to change and grow? And that has been a question that I've really been chewing on these last few months. And what has emerged for me is that In my work with people, hypnotherapy is going to become a much bigger part of it. I was certified in hypnotherapy last year. I have been working with the modality for about a year. year. I've done hundreds of sessions at this point, and I absolutely love it. It is life-changing work, and it's work that I've continued to do with people even through this kind of period of silence that I've been through. And what's really been emerging for me is that I want to kind of put more eggs into this basket. I want this to be the majority of my messaging and what I talk about and how I help people is through the lens of the modality of hypnotherapy and through the lens of the subconscious mind and how that influences and impacts every area of our life. And that has really been an internal struggle for me, because so long, for so long, I was the food mood person, I was the person who talked about nutrition and mental health. And, you know, I've built everything on that foundation. And it, and so it feels really scary for me to step even further into this new direction that I announced, you know, a year ago. And, This does not mean that I will never talk about nutrition again, that I will never talk about the food-mood connection again. Um, Who knows? In the future, it may, you know, the pendulum may swing back and I might bring more of that back into my messaging again. But what I really feel called to focus on now is teaching and sharing about the subconscious mind and how we can heal deeply on a subconscious level. So I'm not, you know, saying I'm never talking about food again, but this is becoming, this is going to come more to the forefront. So you can expect a lot more content on the subconscious mind, how our subconscious works, how we can work with blocks and barricades in our subconscious, how we can create new pathways in our mind. That is the direction that a lot of my content is going to start moving in. And I have shared many times that I truly believe the root cause of my downward health spiral when, you know, when I got really sick and and got on meds, the root cause of my downward health spiral was feeling like I couldn't be myself. From that feeling of I can't be myself, my body went into a fight or flight state. My body reached burnout. And then from that totally depleted state that I got myself into, nutrition enabled me to kickstart the healing journey. But if I really take a bird's eye view of it, what kicked off that downward health spiral was the feeling that it's not safe to be myself. And there are so many people that this is true for. And in my hypnotherapy work with clients, That belief, that thought of it's not safe to be myself, I need to twist, I need to shift shape, I need to contort myself into somebody that I'm not so that I can be accepted is at the root of so many things. And I really think that the next level of me helping people, the natural unfolding of my evolution is to really help people feel safe being exactly who they are, help people step into being fully expressed, being true to themselves, being who they are. And the things that I'm most proud of in my career in being able to help people are those moments where I've helped someone be more of who they really are. And if you go back to I think it's episode 3 with Claire we did a lot of stuff with food for her, but I think at the end of the day, those those deepest layers and those biggest breakthroughs were Claire stepping into more of who she really was, enabling to her to heal more deeply at a physical, emotional, and energetic level. And so that's really where things are headed for me, is I want to help you be more of who you really are and a big... Big tool that I'm using from my toolbox right now is hypnotherapy. So that that's where this ship is going. If if you want to uh, if you want to stay, if you want to jump off, that's where we're headed. But really, at the end of the day, it's all me. It's this is me. This is who I am. So it's not like my content or this show is drastically going to change. It's just the subject matter is going to change a little bit. And the third theme that's really showing up for me right now is pace. And what pace do I want to be living my life from? How much hustle do I want? How much flow do I want? How busy do I really want to be? I think that's at the forefront of a lot of people's minds too. And back at the beginning of this year, I was really thriving on this go, go, go pace. And that felt really good to me. I was, I was posting All the time, I was podcasting every week, I was producing like crazy. And that wasn't from a place of I was forcing it. It was just, it was the pace that felt good to me then. But now several months later, that pace, that type of accelerated pace doesn't feel as good to me, it doesn't feel natural. And I think we're experiencing that collective, collectively and while I'm feeling called to amp up my pace a little bit I also I always want my work to be I'm going to use the word sacred even though I don't want you to hear that as like oh my work is sacred what I do is sacred like what what I mean by that is I never want to post anything I never want to share anything I never want to create anything from this place of oh well, I just have to. Or, you know, it's on my schedule. I have to do it. There is definitely a place for discipline and routine and ripping off the band-aid and doing something because you said you would. But even though the pace that I was going at earlier in the year felt good to me, I feel, I feel like I was really close to getting to a place where I was just going to release a podcast because it was Tuesday. I was just going to make a post because it was another day and I needed to put a post up. And that doesn't feel good to me. That feels really, really icky. And so what that means for me going forward is I am choosing to honor my natural cycles And sometimes that might mean I put out three podcasts a week because I'm riding the energy and I'm really excited and I have a lot to say. Sometimes it might mean I skip a few weeks. Um, Sometimes it might be I post a lot. Sometimes it might mean that I go quiet for a while. And I just really want to release this idea that I have to be posting and sharing all the time. And I want it to always be from an aligned and authentic place of I actually have something to say, not just I'm churning out content for the sake of churning out content. Because that's not my belief. That's not how I want to operate in the world. That is just noise from lots of business coaches saying that's what I should be doing. <laughs> not even my business coaches, but just like people on social media. Um, and, and that's not... I don't believe that you have to do that to be successful. And I want every piece of content that reaches you to be something that I genuinely feel can help you and that I genuinely feel is valuable. So what that means for the show is I'm going to loosely stick to my Tuesday schedule, but something might pop up on Friday. The podcast might go quiet for a couple weeks you might have a week with four episodes. I don't know. I'm just doing whatever I'm led to, and that's going to be my MO. So the best way for you to keep up with the show is to hit the subscribe button. So if you haven't subscribed yet, just take a moment to subscribe. So anytime. I am called to upload an episode. You'll get a notification. You'll know, know that it's there. Um, I'm also going to be more active on Instagram again. So if you're not following me over at Holly Fisher Higgins, give me a follow over there where I'll announce new episodes. But anything goes. It's wild card now. There's <laughs> there's not a set schedule. And then watch me rebel against all of this and start posting religiously on Tuesdays. That could happen too. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So in addition to all of these themes that have been coming up for me, you know, family, in-person connection, slowing way down, asking myself what's really important to me, what actually matters, creating from a place of trust and flow and excitement rather than I have to create this thing. Another thing that has been coming up for me is just really heavy emotions and a lot of grief. And I want to be honest about that. Um, I have been in a space of grief. Most people that I talk to have been in a space of grieving, and it's really grieving the way that life used to be. A lot of fear, a lot of confusion, a lot of uncertainty. You know, most of the time when we think about grief, we think about grieving a loved one, grieving the loss of a loved one. And it's not just about missing them because they're gone, but it's also about, okay, how do I reconfigure my world and learn how to live my life without the presence of that person? And maybe, maybe you happen to be grieving a person right now, but I think a lot of us are going through the grieving process of grieving what used to be. And it's not only that we miss what used to be, but now we're asking ourselves, how do I operate in the world with this new way of life and things not being how they used to be? So I've been, I've been going through a fair amount of grief and just heavy emotions. and within the last few weeks I've felt those lifting and I've felt personally like shifting into a different a, a bit of a different energy, but just yeah, I've been going through a lot of heavy emotions. And I've also been letting myself feel it, not talking myself out of it, not coaching myself at it, out of it because one thing I've really, just been diving into a lot is just the embodiment of emotion, which basically means letting yourself feel your feelings. And there is a time and a place for letting yourself feel your feelings. And then there's a time and a place for like, okay, you know, dust, dust off buttercup, it, it's time to, to shift your mindset and and change and redirect your focus. But I have been just experiencing a lot of power and healing and clarity from just letting myself feel all of the things, because not everything needs to be hacked or fixed immediately. And there can be so much goodness. in just letting yourself feel and then letting yourself understand what is it behind the feeling. Okay, you're feeling why are you feeling that way? And I know that this is coming up for so so many people, if you are resonating with this, I promise you are not alone in this, so I've been going through it, and like I said, even though I've been quiet online, I have still been coaching and doing hypnosis work with clients and <laughs> I want to share with you how about i don't know ninety five percent of my client calls start um especially with a new client or a client I haven't connected with in a while, (laughs) it usually starts off with like, so I've been feeling absolutely terrible. My life feels like a dumpster fire. I'm really sad. And I am also really self-conscious about this because I feel like the only one feeling this way. When I look around at everybody else in my life, everybody else seems to be doing fine. But I am terrified slash miserable slash going through a really hard time. The majority of people that I talk to, and because I talk to people about their emotions all day long, and, and people are generally open with me, um, and they don't put up pretenses or fluff, I can tell you that most people are experiencing this. And if you're not experiencing this, that is awesome. But if you have been feeling this way, if you have been feeling all of the emotions, I promise you that even if everybody in your everybody else in your life seems quote unquote fine, it's likely that they're going through some stuff too. They're just not showing it. They are putting on a facade that everything is okay. They are grinning it, they are bearing it, they are holding themselves together to get through the day. But it doesn't mean they're not struggling. And if you are struggling, oh my gosh, (laughs) you are absolutely not alone. Pretending like everything is okay is actually a coping mechanism. Because if we were all to be super honest and vulnerable and raw all the time about how scared, sad, frightened, alone we feel, that would be a lot to deal with and and part of how we get through hard times is to grin and bear it to a certain extent but that can create the illusion that everybody but you is fine and I promise that's not what's going on I promise you are not alone in your struggle and another thing that I want to touch on is that it's not just what's going on right now that might be amplifying your emotions. It's also holding up mirrors for you, and it's showing you what are those old wounds that are still tender? What are those buttons from the past that are being pushed really, really hard right now? You might be conscious of this already, or this might be a completely new concept to you. But I have done some work myself, and I've also done some work with clients. I've done several hypnosis sessions for several different clients, and I also had a hypnosis session myself on this topic for why is this time so triggering for me? Why, why am I feeling such intense emotions? How can I access more calm to keep myself centered during this time? and part of what we do in hypnosis is regression to take someone back to the to the root cause of the feeling, the root cause of the emotion. And myself and clients that I have guided through this experience, they all go back to times from their childhood when they felt like things were uncertain, they felt unsupported, they felt alone. This This time that's happening, you're not just dealing with the pain of right now, but you're dealing with the pain of whatever this subconsciously reminds you from the past. So a lot of inner child stuff is being activated right now. If you grew up in an environment where things felt unpredictable and out of control, this time is going to trigger that if you grew up in an environment where you felt like you were being lied to, or manipulated, or the truth was being kept from you, <laughs> this time is going to be triggering for you. Because again, I don't, it, it doesn't really matter like what side of the fence your opinions about COVID fall on. I'm, I'm not here to discuss that. But regardless of what what your beliefs are about this situation there is a lot of uncertainty there is a lot of misinformation from every corner (laughs) of the internet and it can trigger those those feelings and those questions of like what's really going on and is the truth being kept for me or why is the truth being kept from some people so that is something to be aware of if you grew up feeling like you need to take care of everybody in the face of chaos. This is a big trigger for me is like, okay, the world is falling down, but it's my responsibility to like stay strong and carry everybody's burdens. (laughs) I know a lot of you probably grew up that way too. This might be a trigger for you. Oh my gosh, does anybody remember who was it that comedian Jeff Foxworthy? He had you might be a redneck if i just i need to reinvent that to like this might be a trigger if <laughs> oh the terrible things that i think of anyway just be aware that what is going on now might feel really painful because of old wounds that it is subconsciously activating so if you've ever caught yourself asking the question why is this so hard for me right now? Like, I know logically that I'm fine, so why do I feel such intense emotion? It's because it's pushing on something from your past. And if you can identify what part of you is being activated, and if you can send some love back in time to that younger version of yourself, if you can tell that younger version of yourself why it's different now, that you're an adult, why you're okay now, if you can focus on all of the things that you really do have control over right now, that can bring some peace, that can bring some relief to the present moment, that will help you breathe a little bit easier in this time. And so that can just look like sitting with yourself, identifying the feeling, the feeling is fear, Why am I afraid? I'm afraid because everything feels so uncertain right now. When was a time when I was younger that I felt that intense uncertainty? Oh, I remember it was when I was nine and my parents were getting a divorce. I'm just making this example up and and I didn't know what was going to happen and I was terrified. And if you sit with that younger part of yourself you'll probably feel that that's where that intense emotion is coming from. And if you can just sit with that younger version of yourself, see that younger version of yourself and send so much love to them and show them that it worked out. Show them that you were fundamentally okay. Show them that you got through it. And then also promise yourself, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through today. And I know a future version of myself is going to be able to look back and say, I got through that too. There's a lot of comfort in that. I promise you are not alone in how you're feeling during this time. So that's all I've got for you today. Come follow me over on Instagram at (laughs) Holly Fisher Higgins. I have dusted it off. I am back in action. I am posting and sharing again. And I also want to share, I do have some availability in my schedule for new clients. So if you are interested in RTT and hypnotherapy for managing stress or doing the deep inner work to become more of who you really are, whether that looks like moving past imposter syndrome or growing your confidence or releasing old habits and stepping into new habits that serve you, you can just go to my website and check out the work with me page and you can apply for a clarity call and it's all over zoom. (laughs) So it is the absolute perfect thing for this weird time that we are living in because, um, my work has been virtual since I've stepped into this line of work, but it continues to be virtual during this time. So if you are interested in work with working with me, I'd love to hear from you and get your application. But until next time, go believe in you. I do.